Don Lewis was there and I was like, (laughs) yeah, the celebrity come on and we are live. Hey everyone and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host Chef AJ and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the month that in the month in the world and in the month the month is I'm just like I can't speak that I think you should know about. Well today is the second Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for Feeling Great with Lissa and Nate. And today they're going to talk about how you can eat healthfully anywhere, even when traveling. They just got back from a huge trip. And even if if you're raw, even stay raw. And we're going to talk about a really fun uh, class that Lissa and I are co-teaching. Please welcome them to the show. Hello, traveling friends. Hello. Thanks for having us on again for Feeling Great with Lissa and Nate. Yes. Always a pleasure. Oh, so good. Uh, it, does, it does feel good to be home. That was a really fun trip, but it's always nice to be back home. But uh, traveling is, it can be tricky in a lot of ways if you're not prepared. Yeah, for sure. But before we talk about that, Chef AJ, I am super excited for our class. We're teaching it on Saturday. That's right. You know, it's it's almost full. So guys, a lot of you say, oh, I want to eat more raw, but I also want to eat cooked. Well, we're giving you the best of both worlds because Lisa and I, for the first time ever in human history, are co-teaching a class, make it raw and make it cook, where we're going to take brand new recipes. Most of them are brand new, actually. And I'm going to show you the cooked version and she's going to show you the raw version. And it's and then, but this is the best part. You don't learn by watching. I mean, it's fun to watch. You learn by doing. You don't become a great tennis player by watching Wimbledon. You got to get out on the court. And so I designed, starting last year, a series of interactive classes where you actually cook the recipes or uncook in this case. And we watch you. We give you feedback and help. Oh, Susanna, who's watching live, is registered. She says she can't wait. She took the last one that was 12 weeks. It's four weeks. Click the link because we're almost full. It's going to be so fun because I haven't really seen you teach in a lot of classes, Lisa. So, I mean, you do the rest but I can't wait to watch you. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm really, really excited, especially to make your raw German cake. Oh my gosh. Dangerous. That is next level, that recipe. And then everyone's asking all the time for those meatball rest, the meatball recipe. We're going to be teaching the raw meatballs with the marinara and a cruciferous veggie salad and the stuffed mushrooms on Saturday. So the classes start March 18th and they go for four weeks and we're gonna be teaching all kinds of delicious, delicious food. So please click the link chefajandlissa.com and sign up for this first ever joint venture that we were doing. (laughs) At least click the link and look at the beautiful photos and see what the recipes are. It's gonna be next level. So you just got back from almost a week long trip and it was a road trip, right? You drove. That's right. Yeah, we drove down to L.A., which is uh, the L.A. area, which is about three and a half hours to possibly around four hours from us here in Vegas. So, yeah, we did have to get prepared for that trip. And we do these trips every so often to go to the uh, produce terminals, the wholesalers, basically where all of our grocery stores get their produce on the West Coast, in a lot of ways, comes from either the Bay Area or most of the time, Los Angeles. It's huge, huge produce terminals. And it's open to the public and it's a really great way to go get some really good deals on fresh produce. And a lot of it is there's definitely a lot of uh, stands there that are also organic. 
Mm -hmm. And this time that we went to LA, normally we leave Friday and we come back Monday. We just go for the weekend. We hit up the farmer's markets with John Kohler and we, we just, we explore, we meet new people. It's great. But this trip was bigger because we also went to the Natural Products Expo 2023, which is the biggest health expo or not really health, but like natural products expo in the world, I think. It's massive. Like, I can't believe how many. There was like 3,000, over 3,000 vendors, 65,000 attendees. And what really is yeah. cool about it is there was 25% of those vendors were vegan. Yeah vegan booths so that's a really massive impact that we're seeing you know that is taking place of course which that's what we need we need to have more plant-based eaters more conscious individuals making that connection so that was really cool to see mm -hmm. but we were gone for six days right so we left wednesday morning at like eight o'clock and we didn't get back until monday night last night and we ate raw the whole time right we made our dressing so when we go on one of these trips, the number one thing that we need to do is to plan. That's right. Yeah. So what we'll do, just like if you were to be thinking out meals for your uh, your holiday, if you, if you do prepare meals or even for your week, it's really awesome to just take that a few moments and think, okay, what is it that we're going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And then just prepare for those particular meals. So that's what we did before this trip. We we pictured, okay, we're going to need fruit for breakfast. That's really simple. And then we basically planned for a, a uh, salad for lunch and a salad for dinner, which... For all three of us too. Like we included John Kohler, right? We yeah. made sure that we had enough for him as well because he came with us on the trip. And we did have some uh, some of your Italian uh, meatballs yes, that we, we made, did. as well as I made some uh, raw vegan burger patties. So we did have burgers uh for the last day kind of a little something special uh but we we always end up no matter what we always bring more food than what we actually <laughs> utilize so but yeah dressings making the dressings before we left is key and we'll talk about this a little bit more in depth these lids right here as you can see this little white dot on the lid these lids are what make the dressing last and taste so fresh is because with this pump and this special lid, we can pull out the remaining air in the jar. So that way your dressing or your juice or your smoothie is not oxidate, uh, oxidating during your trip. Yeah, exactly. So what we do is we think, okay, well, we're going to want, say, divine lime, which is in my meal plan three, right? Say we want the wakame Caesar, which is in Nate's dude food. And maybe the Rosemary Goddess, which is in my dips and dressings book, like all of our recipes you can get in our books. Or the buffalo sauce in your, in your burger book. We made that for the burgers. Yeah. Yeah. So we choose which sauces we want on which nights. We really try to really plan out our, our week mm -hmm. uh, or the days that we're going to be gone. We're like Monday night, we're having this and Tuesday night, we're having that. So we blend all of the sauces under vacuum. This is the key to successful meal planning and successful travel as a raw vegan. You gotta get the vacuum blender. That? Sure, yeah, go grab that. So the vacuum blender is game changing because when you're blending in a regular blender, Vitamix, Blendtec, whatever it is, you are blending air into the sauce or smoothie. 
And that air oxidizes the dressing or smoothie faster than if you do it under vacuum. When you do it under vacuum, you suck out pretty much all the air and then you blend it under vacuum. So you're not blending that air into it and it lasts like twice as long. So if a regular dressing only lasts like two days in the fridge and then it kind of tastes off, if you vacuum blend it, it can last like four or sometimes five or six days, depending the high fat ones can last over a week. Yeah. And yeah. the smoothies, when you make a smoothie or a soup or say like a marinara sauce, a lot of times it's slightly foamy or a little bit bubbly. And since we started to utilize uh, this technology, which it did take us years to actually go, okay, maybe we should try it because, you know, we're like, oh, pish posh, vacuum blending. What is this? The next thing, whatever, just some company trying to get our money. But when we actually did do the test, you know, we bought the, we bought the device because our friend John was like, look, you picture oxidation. Oxygen helps break down the food. So if you have oxygen inside your container with your, your uh, sauce mixes or your fruit in here or whatever, your greens uh, to make a soup, oxygen is in here. And basically you're blending that oxygen into your mixture, which is going to oxidate it even faster. Yeah. So this here is the attachment, the BioChef attachment, which fits on the old school Vitamixes. It does not fit, sadly, it doesn't fit on the new Ascent ones with the Bluetooth and all the fancy stuff, but it does fit on the older models. Like we have the, the 6300 and this jug, you have to get the jug that goes with the vacuum blending because the jug has special bearings on the bottom and a special lid because the, the regular Vitamix jug isn't strong enough to hold the vacuum because it's really intense. If you fill it all the way, it's loud because it's blending under vacuum. And then it's got these, the silicone, which of course, you know, you can take the silicone rubber band off of here, but this makes a nice tight seal, different than the regular vacuum lid. And then of course you can take this lid off, right? To add stuff in, but this lid here is a special lid as well. Um, that is really tight. And then you've just got a little release valve right here, which of course you can pop this off even to wash the, it's just a little piece of rubber. You don't want to lose that. <laughs> but essentially this right here, as well as this right here. Now I'll get a little closer here to shoot this here. This is the, the magic tool. This is the vacuum. Now you can see it's got the cord, so you can plug it into the wall if you use it quite often, but you can use six, um, double A's in the top, the lid unscrews. But so essentially you just put this right on top. You've got your vacuum and then the release pressure button, just two buttons. It shows the red when it's vacuuming. And of course you can hear it. And then it turns green and stops when it has sucked out all of the air. And essentially you just put that right on top. So it's not much quicker than your regular blending process. Toss in your ingredients pop the top, put the vacuum on. This is the part that you have to wait a little bit longer, maybe 30 seconds or so um, to pull out the rest of the air that's in the carafe. Yeah, and then, and then once that's done and once the light turns red, you can push this bottom button to release the vacuum off. And you'll notice the lid will be kind of like sucked in, which is a good sign that you're, you're ready to go. And then you just blend it like you normally would. Pull the little valve to release the air, take the lid off, and you've got vacuum blended dressings that you can then put into your jar with the vacuum lid, which is the second step 
the most important part. So yeah, basically doing these two things, blending under vacuum and storing it under vacuum, the dressing basically has, or the soup or the smoothie or the sauce or the juice, because you could even juice in your blender, blend up all the stuff, milk bag out the pulp if you wanted and store it under the vacuum sealed lid and it's not going to oxidize. It's going to oxidize much, eventually, much Yeah, eventually it goes yeah. back, but it's all, it's like two, sometimes even three times longer than if you just blended it regular and put it in the fridge. I should, yeah, I shouldn't say that it's not going to oxidize because it will oxidize. It's just going to be a lot lower. Um, so I wanted you to show them how we, oh, maybe you could go grab one of our dressings from our trip. Oh, yeah, they're in the cooler. Okay. You know what I want to say, Lisa? I think the secret to eating healthfully and especially staying raw when you travel is to do what John Kohler does. Just travel with you. <laughs> that's that's a very, very good option. Yes, definitely. I know it's it's fun because John, he loves our recipes and he's always excited to see what we create for him because he doesn't really make like too many recipes himself. He's always happy to have like our burgers and our tacos and we make him salad dressings and we load them up with variety he loves. And, we do learn yeah. a lot from John. Yeah, we do. And it's, it's cool because I feel like, because he's commented too, like he learns a lot from us as well because we do have a little bit different eating styles, but John has been doing this nearly 30 years. And so we're, we found out about these lids, the top really like, you know, we've wanted a freeze dryer, but you know, like this is another thing, you know, the rack of yeah, microgreens, he inspired us to like go vertical. John is a super massive inspiration to, uh, that's really his life's mission is just to help other people eat healthier, eat fresher. And what we want to do is we want to implement the tricks that he has to offer because all that's going to do is upgrade our life and our mission to help whoever else is tuning into our content. Exactly. So this is a dressing that I pulled out of our cooler, which that's another thing that we learned from John. <laughs> Driving to LA, we would always have a cooler that we would have to have freezer packs that we would freeze and put in there like a, a reusable ice pack. And John has, which these have been around for a long time, he's got a cooler that plugs into your cigarette lighter. As well as it comes with another cord, you could plug it into the wall when you get to the room or wherever you're at. So we took a couple trips with him and he's got two of those coolers, a 40 quart and a 50 quart and a, or a liter, maybe I'm sorry, a liter, 40 liter and a 50 liter. So we said, Hey, well, I guess a quart and a liter is the same, isn't it? <laughs> but we're like, we should get one of these coolers ourselves because he let us use one. He on let, one us, of the trips he let like us use one. Well, actually it was two trips and we were using the 40 yeah. and we were finding we weren't having enough space because we like to, you know, eat a lot of fresh greens and he does a lot of uh, juices. And so his stuff packs in his cooler pretty nicely, but we're like, man, we better, we better get one of these coolers and get a bigger size. So we got the 65 liter. And what's so cool is that it's the newer edition and you can actually buy a battery pack that slips right into the back of the cooler. So when you plug it in overnight, it charges that battery. And that battery has been running since yesterday morning. It's been running for, uh, well, not quite 24 hours because we, we did leave around one. So, but it's it's been running over 14 or 15 hours right now on the battery. So, and of course, if it's hotter, you know, say it's like summertime, it's not going to last as long. It's not as hot right now, but that is the coolest thing because now we have our cooler in our, in the, uh, 
stroke of the car, but we have a truck, so in the bed of the truck, and it's keeping all of our stuff cold without having to plug it into the cigarette lighter. Mm -hmm. So it's like the next version. And we got this cooler from Costco, which there's some other brands um, out there as well that kind of mimic the same design. Ours is a Massimo, right? It's the yeah. Massimo cooler from Costco. Um, it is amazing. Because, you know, as someone who wants to keep everything cold, of course, Lisa does too, but I'm kind of like in charge of keeping, you know, stuff like, you know, cold and stocked in a way, right? So this is making my life so much easier because as long as it's charged overnight, then we can be driving. Like we drove all the way home from LA last night. We got home kind of late and we didn't want to unload the truck. So I just left it in the back of the truck. I just brought it up. Uh, like an hour before the show, it's still running. It's got one bar left on the battery. That's so impressive. this is like, feel that. Yeah, it's, it's cold it's like, right from the fridge. It's not ice cold because, you know, you can uh, adjust the temperature. So, but this here is how we pack our dressing. So there's, this is only half full because we did use some and we just kept it fresh with that vacuum sealed lid. So when you open this up, you know, it is, here, I'll do the little, I don't know if you can hear. Let me see if you can hear. Right, listen. Hopefully you guys can hear that, but it released the pressure. So this is the game changer. We've got the vacuum that comes with the lids. It's not very much. I think they're maybe like $16 or $20. And they come with 16 lids and this pump. Now what's cool with this pump, as opposed to the BioChef pump, these pumps are both amazing and they will both suck out the air, but this one won't pump it won't suck out as much as you can actually get with your with your actual strength. But if you, you know, say maybe you're an elder or something, you don't have a lot of, you have to do 20 jars. Something like this might be really nice to pop onto the different jars to get the, the air out. And then you could come through and just do the last couple suctions with this hand pump. But yeah, the hand pump, you you know, sucks. <laughs> it sounds funny. It sucks so much more. But another thing that we use the, the hand pump for is another part of the travel is how do we fit all our veggies and stuff into our box. For for one, we do fruit for breakfast. I'll put this back in the cooler. Yeah. So I'll grab the lettuce. Okay. So for one, we do fruit for breakfast. So like mangoes, melons, and apples are the best fruit to travel with. Those are really easy to pack in the truck and they they don't need to be refrigerated. Citrus is also another really good one to take traveling. So we do fruit in the morning. It's really easy. And then we have our vegetables. So our, our lettuce, normally we chop a lot of stuff before we go, especially this time we chopped a lot of stuff because we were super busy. We were walking around the show. I think we took 60,000 steps in four days at the show. So we really needed to have things prepped and ready. So we chop everything before we go on our trip and we vacuum seal it in the bags that you get from the bio chef. Now, what's cool is John did go to the show back in um, Chicago and he found a new style of bag, which has a better seal because this is essentially like a sticker. And they send you when you buy these bags, they send you extra stickers that goes over the tiny pinhole. But that's the little slot. And you can see it's got the line to fill up to. But these are reusable Ziploc bags that you can actually vacuum out the air. Mm -hmm. So you would just put this or the BioChef over the seal. And I like to push it down so it's like a really good seal. And then you just suck out the air. Yep. So we have like, we have, we did uh, like 16 parts of romaine. 
And this is some the leftover iceberg lettuce from our burgers. We just put it in here because this is going to be great for salad. But look, this is two days old now, and it's inside that vacuum sealed bag. It hasn't even turned copper or anything at all because essentially, like we suck the air out. Mm -hmm. Now you can suck it down really tight, like a nice vacuum sealed bag. But, but you don't want to crush. Yeah, you don't want to crush them. And then, of course, they come with different size bags, the actual um, unit. Now, we got these a few years back because we're like, we're going to take a trip down into the desert. How can we get the most in our cooler and keep it efficient um, with space? And so we got these, these, uh, zip, these Ziploc uh, vacuum sealed bags. So as you can see, all of these things, the common theme is to remove the oxygen from what it is that you're putting inside the bag or the container or the blend process. And that's just going to keep your stuff fresher for longer. Yep. I'm going to put these back in the cooler. Okay. And that's how we travel as well. Because, and you know, now that we have the freeze dryer, we took a jar of this, um, it's like basically a tahini, dill, cauliflower, bell pepper, onion mix that we put in the freeze dryer. And we actually had eight, like between Nate and I, we ate this entire jar for lunch. <laughs> this is next level. I mean, it's so, so delicious. Because of course, what's happening when you freeze dry something or dehydrate something, you're removing the water from what it is that you're freeze drying or dehydrating. So it concentrates the sugars and the flavor within whatever it is that you are uh, freeze drying or dehydrating. So even without seasoning, like say these asparagus. Oh, they're so good. Like these are basically like, they, they kind of are like French fries. The same kind of like nice crunch, a little soft on the inside. No seasonings, no marinade, nothing. Just pure asparagus. And they taste incredible. Like you would not think that yeah. asparagus tastes this good. So that really one of the cool things that we love about the freeze dryer. Yeah. That's so yeah, that's how we travel. Man, that, that, that's so cool. That machine is a monster though. That looks really big to me. It looks bigger than a washer or dryer even. So really like, look at here, it's like the size of my torso. So it's kind of like the size of a, a mini fridge. You know, one of those small little hotel fridges. It's actually, I mean, I would say it's almost identical to size, possibly maybe four inches taller. Now they do sell these in a small, medium, and large, and we've even caught wind that they're even doing an extra large. Mm -hmm. But this is the large model. Um, so you've got five trays, and we'll show you the trays here. Here's the size of tray that you're using, stainless steel tray, and we've got this really nice silicone mat which makes the cleanup so much nicer. This is an aftermarket purchase, but yeah, you just, you know, use these trays to put all your goodies on. And uh, I know it is kind of big though. Yeah. And so what we did was we bought this stainless steel uh, counter that is on rollers so we can roll this around if we need to move it in the, in the office here. And that's when we put the, the unit on. So is it yeah. very heavy? I mean, even if it wasn't on the, how heavy of a machine is it? It's heavy. Like I would definitely have two people. I, I mean, I couldn't lift this myself confidently because um, I'm a pretty short dude and I don't want to break it. So I had to Yeah. So we had actually, well, actually it was George, I think. Oh, was it? Aaron and George were here. Yeah. So, but we had a friend, a friend help me lift it and set it onto the tape to the table here. So it is heavy. Um, but once you have it on your counter or whatever, 
basically it would just stay there. So, and then the next thing, I don't know if we'll be able to see, I'll see if I can roll this table out. There we go. So we have here, this is the workhorse of the entire unit. It's this pump. So this pump just sits here and you can see the hose is coming up and attacking to the machine, comes right down. This is the vacuum pump and that's what makes it happen. That's what's, see then again, here we're getting back into no oxygen. So this entire process is done under vacuum, meaning there's no oxygen in the chamber. We are doing the freeze drying. Now this <laughs> is some of Melissa's quiche and we bought these little silicone cubed trays from Harvest, right? So you can see these cute little cubes. This is, this would go bad. Like after like a few days, basically it starts to taste not as fresh, but we freeze dry it. These are amazing snacks or, you know, if you do backpacking and that kind of stuff and it doesn't weigh like anything. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. So I mean, if, if, if uh, freeze dried stuff is stored properly, it with a, like under vacuum and with an oxygen absorber, you can have it last up to 25 years and you're retaining 97% of the nutrition. Now, of course, if you were to store under vacuum with the oxygen absorber in the jar, it would last that long, but a lot of people will store it in like a Mylar bag. And there are some other companies to buy Mylar bags from. Um, so make sure if you are shopping for Mylar bags, just shop around. You can get the best price. Let me grab a dragon fruit. Yeah. To Listen, show. I'm gonna make did, it, did it get shipped like in a box? Like and somebody delivered it? Is that how it came? It was shipped through FedEx. Um, and we, it was... I think it was one hundred and thirty dollars uh, that we paid when they arrived. It was in a crate. It was in a yeah. It was like in a big crate or a box. box. Yeah, like a small pouch. And he he brought it right up to our floor in our building, and we I checked it to make sure everything looked good, and yeah, that was that was it. Yeah. So then, of course, you're supposed to inspect it right away if there's any issues at all with the box looking like it's been messed with. And the box was pristine when we got it. There wasn't a bent corner or anything. So we were really pleased with how well it did arrive to us. Now, these this company's based out of Utah. So depending on where you're at, you know, the shipping costs might uh, vary. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it is a big machine. But of course, this is something that if you take care of, it should last you a lifetime. Now, this is the, the brain of the units, this little square unit right here. And there's a little USB drive on the side. So the way this can be programmed, if there's any issues, we did have a little issue in the beginning um, of, it, of it not wanting to get down below the, the magic number of 500 mTOR. So we actually worked through those bugs. But And now the newer models, they've, they've really... You know, just like how any company wants to work through the research and development to make a better product. I feel that they've definitely, compared to what I've seen on YouTube, some people were having some issues with the earlier models, but I feel like they've worked out a few of the, the bugs. As well as this pump, the old pump, you actually have to change the oil every run or every other run which is just, that's so much work. So this one here is what they call the premier pump. It comes with the machine, I believe now. And you don't have to change the oil, but like every 30 runs, depending on what you're yeah. um, freeze drying. We freeze dry a lot of like really clean 
food like dragon fruit or mango. So our oil is still perfectly clear. And we've run, I don't think we've run quite 30 times, but they also for an upgrade of a thousand dollars or something is they have an oil free pump. So you'd never have to change oil ever, but basically it's just like a mineral oil. And they, they do send you a filter, kind of like a Brita filter to run the oil through. And then you could reuse that oil. Mm-hmm. But that's about the, the biggest part of the work uh, or of maintenance that goes into this thing is making sure you change your oil every, you know, 20 or 30 runs, um, which there's some cool YouTubes out there showing you how to do it. I'll, I'll be making some YouTubes as well when we do change the oil so you can see how we're doing it here. But I wanted to share with you also the yellow dragon fruit. So we just picked up cases of these yellow dragon fruit for a really good deal. And these are really delicious fruits, probably the best tasting of the dragon fruit that we've tried out of the pink and the red and different stuff. And this is what it looks like after it's been freeze dried. So it is just like cotton candy almost, doesn't weigh hardly anything. And of course it's, we did this months and months ago, it's still nice and fresh. That's our last jar, so we just want to make some more. That's why we got some more dragon fruit. You can do mango too. Another thing that's really important is when you're making the trays to try if you can to have all the trays the same thing because then the machine like it works better. Yeah, if you have like thing, something really watery and then something made of cashews, or if you're doing fruit and like garlic, right? It's not the best idea. So keep that, them all the same. It might be kind of hard though to fill, say if you have a large machine, five trays of the same kind of food. So like Lisa was saying, say if you're doing a fruit run, try to do all fruit, like do some bananas, maybe some cinnamon bananas, you know, sprinkle some cinnamon on there and then do us uh, some, you know, mangoes. Maybe you're doing some, some apples. So you're doing all your fruits and your sweet stuff together. And then the savory stuff, maybe if there's garlic or peppers is going to be running a separate run. So that way it doesn't infuse into um, the fruit, but we did do the masala with this <laughs> dragon fruit and I don't taste any onion or anything because the masala has a lot of like curries and onion and I don't taste anything in here but best practice is to stay with the same sort of fruit but yeah look at here here's your mango maybe you get a good deal on mangoes or right? like we, we we got a good deal on brussels sprout we're going to talk about that in a second but yeah good yeah deals. so you find a good deal on stuff like they're, they're, they're going out. Maybe they're perfectly ripe, but you're not going to be able to eat, say, say you buy, you want to buy a box or two of like, you know, 20 or 40 mangoes. And, you know, you're like, I don't want to eat 40 mangoes, you know, in the next three days. You can, of course, you can dehydrate it. We, we have dehydrated mangoes before, but freeze drying it. Here's a jar of freeze dried mango. And same thing. It's, it just is so delicious. It's like a, here, I'll crack it open for you. I see you hear the, the sound. Listen, that was a good amount of air. Uh, Uh, You guys are incredible. You know, people are like Rosie are saying, well, how long does it take to freeze dry food or does it depend on how much or what it is? That's a a great question. Listen to this real quick and I'm going to get to that question. Let's see if you can hear. Hear that? (laughs) A drum it is not, but I I get where you're going with that. And I've had freeze dried fruit and it's very crunchy. 
it's got a nice crunch to it. It's space food, basically. Right. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and tell me, Dave, how long it takes. So depending on what you are dehydrating and like you want to have a decent amount of surface area because then there's more surface area for the water to sublimate out of whatever you're making. The more watery the stuff is, like fruit is going to take a little longer. But I would say on average, I don't know, any, it could be a pretty big range anywhere from like 16 hours to like 40 plus. Yeah. It really depends on what you have in there and the hydration level. But I'd say like 25, 28. Yeah. Say like, say like if you were to do something really liquidy, like a soup, like you fill this tray with a delicious soup or a, like maybe you're even doing some like uh, nut milks, like a hemp milk or an almond milk, and you fill this tray with an almond milk. That definitely is going to take longer than if you were to do something like uh, like this, like these Brussels sprouts. Yeah. But essentially, yeah, right around anywhere from like she's saying, yeah, twenty hours to forty hours. But you know, say you set it in the morning, do it in the morning. Say like, say if Saturday, you're like, I'm going to prep up a bunch of stuff this weekend. You could get your you could get your trays going. Say uh friday night and freeze them which we'll we're going to put together here real quick with you show you kind of the the prep of the tray and then saturday morning you can start your machine load your machine up and then by sunday uh sunday morning it most likely will be ready to take out and you can pack it into your jars or your mylar bags or whatever so of course it is work just like if you have a pear tree or an apple tree and you're like, oh my gosh, it's harvest time. Harvest time is one of the most stressful times, most joyous times as well. But it's a very stressful time because there's so much food to process during harvest. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's what's so cool with their name, Harvest Right. Because if you do harvest right, you can preserve your harvest. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's not going to be as good as it is eating fresh, like fresh apples, fresh pears, plums, fresh and best. A great alternative. And like we mentioned, we got, we got 20 pounds of Brussels sprouts for 14 bucks. There were two boxes of 10, $7 each, and they're organic. Which is way more Brussels sprouts than you could ever even, you know, toy with. Like that's just way too much. Because we eat maybe about like, I don't know, like three or four grated into a salad every night. Yeah. So that's like a lot of Brussels sprouts. So and there's like, let's there's, dry them. And of course, like steaming light steam or something is really delicious. But to go through that many, we'd have to be eating Brussels sprouts for the next week, every single day. Uh, without, without I mean, actually it's a cabbage brassica style, so it will last a bit longer than mm -hmm. uh say like you know a tender leafy or something rather but what's cool is we have this harvest right machine so we can marinate it even just these by themselves just these little brussels sprout halves by themselves will taste delicious um and it's going to of course have a brussels sprout flavor and for those of you who love brussels sprout flavor this is going to be really good but the way that we can up it to the next level is we could add say like a fat free where this is a very nothing is fat free completely, right? <laughs> a banana, chia in here. A banana has fat, even romaine lettuce has a little bit of fat. So, but this is a very low fat dressing that we blended up before the show here. 
This is the sweet maple mustard. For those of you who have my meal plan three, you can also get it on our on our store, like in our ebook store. Forty percent off any or all of our recipe ebooks. Mm -hmm. Code is Rafi forty. For those of you who are interested in getting more raw vegan recipes, this one is again in meal plan three. It's called sweet maple mustard. I blended it up this morning. We're so delicious. It is so delicious. Now we're not going to put all of this yeah. on this bowl, but we're going to put a little on and then we'll lay them out on the sheet here. And this is what's going to make the dressing or I mean the flavor that much more incredible. And we know how delicious mustard is on oh. Brussels sprouts. So I'm going to pour about half of what we have in here. Now this is a raw vegan dressing. So there's no oil, no salt. Oh my gosh. There's some dates in there. So it's a little sweet, but there are some other flavors to get that feeling of like an oil, an oil-based dressing, but there's no oil. Like, I mean, if you wanted, you could make her dressings or some of my dressings and just drink them. It's like a savory smoothie. <laughs> yeah, really. So we, we've got the sauce on here and Nate's going to mix it up. And basically we like to freeze our stuff for about 48 hours is ideal before we put it in the freeze dryer. So another bonus to these trays, like even if you didn't buy a freeze dryer, you can buy the trays separately. These are perfect for freezing vegetables in your freezer. They fit bananas perfectly. So if you're freezing for nice cream, these trays are unreal. And then you can also get these little stackers from a third party. Yeah, these, are, these stackers, as well as some other freeze drying supplies, you can go to freezedryingsupplies.com. These here are absolutely beautiful. So they just clip onto the corner of the tray. I'll show you a little closer here. And so each tray, actually, I should have grabbed another tray. Each tray stacks on the other with leaving a nice gap in between. So when you stack them in your freezer, they're not, you don't have frozen food sticking to the bottom of the trays when you stack them. These here are absolutely necessary uh, for stacking these trays for the prep of the freeze dryer. Yeah, so that's what we we put these little things on there, and then I'll just show you here. I just wanted to show you, like, it's not like I mean, look at that. It just looks like they've been lightly coated, right? Just a little bit of flavor because, again, the flavor is enhanced when you put yeah. it in the dehydrator or freeze dryer. Yeah. So you don't want to use too much sauce. You need just enough. But of so course, that's flavor. That's what's fun too is the more that you do it, yeah. You're so because sometimes we've made some stuff. We're like, okay, maybe those were a little too saucy. Like we've done zucchini chips. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get zucchini for like next to nothing when they are on their way out. You can say to the grocery store, "Hey, how much for a case of zucchini?" And then you can come home, cube them up into little fries or little coins, and then sprinkle a little seasoning on them, freeze dry them. Yeah, and you've got little zucchini, zucchini chips. chips. Oh, good. Beet chips are another one that are really good. And if you do- Pick them up, make oh, them a fries. Yeah, we make some, make them a fries. All this stuff is like, just, it just makes it fun. Yeah. It's a different texture. And then you can take these with you when you travel. Right. And you can have them as snacks. And Nate and I, we're going to be writing an ebook next year uh, about- Rest, different recipes that you can make in the freeze dryer as well as recipes that you can make in the dehydrator for those of you who don't have a freeze dryer it's going to be an entire ebook all about traveling camping backpacking all of that stuff doing it as a raw vegan 
and we're working on that. Work. <laughs> we're working on that all this year because we want to like try all these recipes and make sure they taste amazing and then teach you how to reconstitute it whether you're going to keep it raw or whether you're going to have a little uh, backpack stove um, or if you want to do them on your stove top because all of this stuff can be reconstituted in warm water you know you could make a nice soup and basically just have it in a bag that's what i mean freeze drying stuff's been around for a really long time you just toss that bag in your pot of warm water and you've got a nice you know uh you know thing of warm soup so yeah like lisa was saying you know best practice is to make sure everything is frozen completely through so harvest right does suggest 20 or uh, 48 hours of freeze time but if you've got a really awesome freezer overnight should freeze it completely but what that does is it basically just makes it easier on the machine um, because the machine doesn't have to freeze everything <laughs> so we're just going to put look at we, we did that perfect yeah we did we guessed on how much would fit on a tray and we did yeah awesome so this is the tray completely uh and you don't want to go too much over the uh amount because then it won't fit in the space they say to try to keep it about the rim level but what you can see we've got a little bit over the rim level not bad but there is the tray of brussels sprouts now this is going to fill up this will probably fill up two of those yeah it'll this will probably be a gallon's worth of brussels sprouts it'll probably fill two of those 64 ounce jars up and i mean talk about a healthy delicious snack because for those who are say raw you can't get a crunch in with like you know like a cracker like you know i mean some of us like i myself i miss a trisket <laughs> but i don't necessarily want to eat a trisket anymore you know like it's not going to kill me or anything, but if I could have something like this, like this is amazing. Or the cauliflower, we make that masala. Mm. It has the consistency and the texture of a cheese puff. Now, some may be thinking, well, why do you want to eat a cheese puff? Because cheese puffs were good, baby. I loved cheese balls. Those were fun to eat. And it's the same consistency and texture and the way it dissolves in my mouth as a cheese ball without all the BS that's in a cheese ball. Right, yeah. So, and it's healthy. It's nutritious. The, the fiber is retained. 97% of the nutrition is retained. And it gets you to eat more of this stuff, right? Like, this is great for kids. Yeah. Getting them to eat their Brussels sprouts. Like, this is a really fun way to do it. Were you going to say something about this? No, I was just showing the size of, you can fit two, like, this will fill two. Two of these. So yeah. this is a jar of raspberries. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you have a friend who has raspberries and they pick them, pick a bunch of raspberries. They're going to go bad. Go pick a bunch. If you have a device like this, you can preserve the nutrition. That's what's so cool is this is all about food preservation. This machine was ridiculous investment. This was like, I think we have 4,000, over $4,000 invested in this whole thing because we bought extra trays. So when these trays are in the freeze dryer filled up, we've got another set in the kitchen that we could pre be preparing and freezing. So we can just swap out. Yep. So we can just swap it. Oh, those are the yes. We also invested in these, which this, make the cubes. Yep. So those we've done some banana ice cream. You could do smoothies in this. Look at this. We did sauces. Look at that. So if you're traveling longer periods and you you like, for example, three weeks, for example, 
and you don't have enough space, you can freeze dry sauce and just add water. And you've got raw vegan sauces that you can add to salads or whatever. Like you could, you could take like, if you made like a soupy sauce, you could take like 12 or 15 of these cubes add a little water and you've got yourself like a tomato soup yeah, or on maybe, the trip or maybe on top of a mountain. For those people who are into doing like RVing or cycle crossing or maybe not cycle crossing, but uh, bike packing where they pack everything on their bike and sleep in a tent and they put their biking around, you know, maybe a state. This is amazing food to keep with you because it's so light and it's so nutritious. Mm -hmm. But, you know, of course, what it all comes down to, just like anything in life, is it's all about the prep. Yeah. So as you can see, you know, we we cut up a bunch of Brussels sprouts. Maybe it took maybe 10 minutes to do that. Yeah. We were rushing because we had to do it before the show. Blended that sauce about seven minutes. So we have 17 minutes to prepare this one tray. So, of course, that times, you know, we do a bigger batch of dressing, so the dressing wouldn't be too much longer. But, you know, to do, you know, five trays, you know, you might have an hour into prepping those trays up, but put on your favorite music, get down with it in the kitchen, do the prep, and then, man, you cannot go wrong. This is some, uh, some. That's a buffalo, isn't it? I think this is the ginger nut. Oh, the ginger nut. Ginger nut, which is. That's uh, in your dude foodie book. Dude foodie book, the dressing, and it's a. Uh, this is so cool because you can take like five or six of these. You know, with maybe some of these Brussels sprouts, or like, oh, the, the oh, look at here. This is some nacho cheese sauce. Oh yeah, nacho cheese. This sauce. is a cashew-based nacho cheese and, sauce. And it almost looks like you have a candy store there, right? <laughs> because of the logo, right? See the logo? That's the Harvest Right logo. So you take this nacho cheese. Maybe you have some freeze-dried cauliflower, or um, yeah, the cauliflower, or say some. Um, some broccoli, freeze-dried broccoli. You've got a few cubes of these. It doesn't weigh hardly anything. And I like to do a lot of, listen, I both like to do a lot of backpacking where we take, you know, our tent and our sleeping bags and we go out and we sleep out in nature. But how do you keep it raw? Because raw food is so water rich. It's really, really heavy. But you take some freeze-dried broccoli because it reconstitutes and has almost the same kind of texture as uh, steamed broccoli, you know, if you dehydrate it, you're blowing hot air over the actual, you know, vegetable that you're, that you're dehydrating, which as we have talked about air in a lot of ways diminishes the nutrition because you're blowing, it's oxidate, it's oxidating. So, yeah. So with having, you know, say broccoli, imagine a cheesy bowl of broccoli. We're going to do that right now, actually. So this is the, um, masala okay yeah this is uh, basically it's like a creamy tahini dill so if we had if we were camping obviously we would take these jars backpacking right. they would be in like a light bag now look at, I, I can't i don't know if you can see us here my black the black background look at this it just crumbles up to it just, crumbles so it's, it's, it becomes like a powder almost it's just like powder yeah well, you could actually take this and put it in like a food processor and or just eat it as a little crunchy snack. Oh my gosh, Good. it is so delicious. Or like making tomato powder. Maybe you've got a bunch of tomatoes that your garden is producing. You don't know what to do with all these tomatoes. Your friends are sick of you. You're like, no more tomatoes. You can cut your tomatoes up on the tray, freeze dry them, and then just blend them up in, a, in your food processor with the tomato powder. 
this is just, you know, even for people that aren't raw, this is like mind blowing. But, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I like to give all sides a, a voice. And so one of the live viewers is saying, this is out of my budget. I appreciate their enthusiasm. Do you think this technology would ever be made more affordable? And, you know, like to give you an example, are you guys familiar with the Ninja Creamy machine that I love so much? We need to get one of those. You have to. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Listen, you have to. And the reason is, is because you already have the greatest ice cream book ever written. You Thank just you. need to, to convert it to that. I'm telling you, I'm not saying this because people say like, oh, you just say because you make money. Really? I don't make money when people buy on, on Walmart and Costco, which is where most people buy the Ninja Creamy because that's wow. where they get the best price. But the point is, is it really makes the best scoopable ice cream. And it's pretty affordable because even full price, it's like under $200. And when it's $70 off for Black Friday, it's like a little over 100 you know, and so if you're familiar with the Paco Jet, that is a machine that costs $3,000 and up that has been used in restaurants for a year. And it's, it's funny. I don't know if you guys watch scary movies. I don't ever want to, but I had a friend over, Kathy Fisher, and she wanted to see it. This was, I don't recommend this if you don't like scary movies. It's called The Menu. It, I'm still having nightmares from it. But what was interesting about the movie is there was a Paco Jet in this movie. And I had heard about the Paco Jet like 20 years ago because Chef Eric Lachasseur, who's a very famous chef in Los Angeles, chefs for lots of celebrities, had a restaurant and had it. And it was like, it made the best vegan ice cream because it makes it scoopable. And unlike, you know, the Vitamix and stuff, you can you can re-spin it. And so the point I'm trying to make is the Paco Jet was super expensive. It was $3,000. Most people couldn't afford it for their home. And then when it came off patent, you know, Ninja Creamy got the idea to take that same technology for home use. And so my question is, do you foresee a future where there could be something like this for everyone, because, you know, realistically, people are saying I live in a very small apartment. Not everybody has the money or the space for this, but we want the, the result. Exactly. I do feel that I would like to imagine that it would come down in cost, um, you know, because that's a, like it took us. We actually had a separate little account that we saved up for this and we saved up for over three years to purchase this machine because we we understood we would think about different things that we could make freeze dry we're like we have to get a freeze dryer let's start saving up now they of course they do sell smaller machines machines that aren't as tall as this yeah they have a three tray i think it and most of the time they have really good sales like black friday i think but it's like 20 300 i was going to say you're still spending a couple thousand dollars on it but i know some people and i mean when it comes down to your ROI, the return on the investment, mm -hmm. you know, how long is it going to take you to be able to, there's nowhere we could buy this kind of, I want to show you this, um, Roman, what's not the Roman, Romanesco. yeah, Romanesco, yeah. this is that like really cool fractal looking broccoli or cauliflower, and oh then we've got some purple uh, cauliflower, you cannot buy this anywhere. I mean, and if you did, there would be like eight pieces for like $5. And it would be loaded with like junky ingredients like oils and yep. like so much salt. So I know people do invest in their health in many different ways. And that's the way that we picture it. And I, I definitely completely understand for those who are like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. There's no way. I myself felt the same way about a Vitamix. I'm like, what? Right. $500 to $800 for a blender? But then when it comes down to how many times I use it, I'm like, man, this thing's priceless. I would buy another one in a heartbeat because it is a, a major tool that I use as a person who eats raw foods. 
it's just make it just levels up. It's just different ways to level up. Now I know some people also invest in like water filtration machines, oh, which yeah. could be thousands of dollars. All of this is for the health of our, of our bodies. Mm -hmm. And so really when it comes down to it, when we think about if we're sitting in a hospital bed or we have some sort of issue coming up, it doesn't matter how much money it is. We want to be feeling better. And I'm not, I mean, I have, we are affiliated. So we do get a percentage if someone does buy this machine through our link, 100%. But I totally get it. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's going to want to shell out. You know, and of course, we get excited because it's a pretty new machine. We haven't had it quite a year. We're like blowing up with ideas with what we want to make. But I definitely understand it is a heavy pill to yeah. swallow. It's a big pill to swallow. But after time, too, like we were talking about buying cases or like if your friends have too much fruit or whatever, the thing is like the amount of Brussels sprouts that we just got for $14 at the uh, market, we got 20 pounds. So at Costco, they have two pounds of organic Brussels sprouts for almost $5. So if you multiply that by 10, that's like almost $50 worth of Brussels sprouts that we bought for $14 yeah, and we're able to preserve it. So in a way, it really does save a lot of money if you're able to do stuff like that. Right. In the long run, it's going to pay for itself quite quickly. So I wanted to show you real quick. And like I said, you know, we're not trying to talk anybody into oh, no, it. Oh, oh no. And I'm not, I'm not saying you were, I'm right. just, I'm just trying to address something yeah. because I personally, I, really do hope I, I, that I mean, I really want one and it's not even the money. I mean, I'm thinking like, where am I going to put it? It seems really heavy, you know, I mean, and, and the, other thing, the other thing to consider is this is your lifestyle. You're yeah. committed to it. And if anybody has ever bought things freeze-dried, it's a lot, it's really expensive. I mean, you, when you buy it. I'm going to open up this little thing of strawberries. This is a little pack of strawberries and it has strawberries and sugar as the ingredient. Now we did buy um, a whole flat of strawberries, I think for like $12. And we've got like the last run that we did, we did these jars. We have six of these half gallon jars full of just pure strawberries, no sugar added. And, but up here, this here was, um, I think this was on sale. So we did get this for a little bit better of a deal. I think this was right close to $4. $4. No, that's what I was going to say. The point I'm trying to make, and I'm on Amazon, like an ounce yeah. of freeze-dried fruit, it's like it's like 4 to $6 at Trader Joe's. So, so yes, if you are doing this a lot, it definitely is going to be cost-effective. I hope, though, that it does come down because more people should have that. And really, when you look at what's involved in the machine itself, they're making a, a, a grip of, of profit because it really it's, you know, it's a special high powered vacuum, which, you know, could be essentially kind of like a, a refrigerator or a freezer. I mean, people who are like really genius engineers could figure out how to make something like this. This is, there's not a lot of components in here. Essentially, you've got your condenser down here, an empty tube, and then the brains and, you know, the pump. And of course, you know, I mean, it's a little more involving than that, but uh, I know, definitely, it is ridiculous. And Harvest Right is actually the only um, brand that you can get in, in the, US. the U.S. and Canada, right? In like in the West. Yeah. I think there's another brand in Europe, but this is the only brand that has it. So maybe in the future, other, other companies people. might come. I up hope so. A smaller I, version. I really hope somebody else comes up with a design and, and it's their competitor. 
um, because that's another reason probably why they are setting the bar so high. Plus, there's a lot of, you know, you don't have to be a vegan or a raw vegan or something. I mean, people are doing all kinds of powdery eggs and milk and all kinds of animal products. So there's a lot of people that are into the prepping uh, niche and, you know, uh, say getting their, their place set up to where they've got years worth of food. So if the stores, something happened to the grocery stores, you know, I mean, if the trucks stopped running, right, like we would be up the creek without a paddle if we didn't have food reserves. And that's why canned goods and stuff are so beneficial. But, you know, when you look at the ingredients in a canned good, you're like, oh my gosh, there's a thousand milligrams of salt in this can of beans. Like, right. we're not setting ourselves up. Like these strawberries, this is normally $5 worth of strawberries. Now these are delicious for the kiddos, but they have sugar in them. So, but if you could say, you know, grab a great deal on a, on a basket of strawberries in strawberry season, this is just unadulterated, pure, freeze-dried strawberries is going to be much healthier of a snack. Now, this here is what it looks like the cheesy cauliflower reconstituted. And it looks like I, it's I mean, that, just like thinking, maybe not right now, but I used to travel every week and what I wouldn't have given to have this machine because I heard about it a long time ago at, at the Live Ultimate Weight Loss Conference when Howard, one of my one of my participants gave me these Ziploc, what looked like Ziploc bags full of, he goes, here's your red lentil chili. Here's your black bean mushroom chili. And it was like mind blowing, you know? Definitely. I know. So that's really, I know we're on a, I know we're on a time crunch here. Um, yeah, not really, really cool. I mean, I, it, it's only because I like to eat lunch, but no, I love you guys. So keep going. <laughs> I mean, I, I know so, well, selfish, so selfish of me, right? <laughs> Watch it. Oh, you want to grab the avocado? Right. So maybe you get some herbs. Maybe you want to buy a bunch of cilantro. This is some freeze-dried cilantro. I know the reflection is kind of harsh there. These are some, this is black rice, forbidden rice that has been soaked and bloomed. So it's raw, it's not been cooked, and we freeze-dried it. This reconstitutes deliciously, way better than dehydrated because we've tried both because we're working all year on this new um, travel book for recipes. Let's add some of that to this. But, you know, people, people have the people, you know, like you said, it's not just for raw food. People, unfortunately, use it for meat and you can use it for vegan cooked food or really anything. And people are asking, Crystal, what what is the approximate cost of this machine? And I suppose it depends which size you get. You have a large, but you say they have a small and a medium and an extra large, I believe. That's like anywhere from twenty three hundred to like thirty eight hundred. You know, so there's several thousand, there's a couple thousand to several thousand dollars. Um, and so it is a big, it is a big pill to swallow in a lot of ways. And then you think, okay, ROI, you know, I'm going to use this for, you know, take care of it. It should last forever, really. You know, I can't really see anything going. And if there is, you can buy some replacement parts if you needed, if you needed a new brain or a new condenser or something, they'll help you. But, you know, we kind of figured it out like, okay, how fast would we be able to pay the this off if we were to be buying these kinds of meals for one we would not be able to buy these yeah. kinds of meals. because the company didn't give you one that's what pe- people think like oh you just get all this stuff you didn't get you didn't I get yeah it's my goal to make a bunch of videos and to promote it for the next couple of years to where because i know some people have gotten uh, the machine uh given to them from the company it's actually like one of my secret goals which i'm sharing with you today i hope to be getting one of these machines kicked down for free. I'm going to sell, I'm going to send this video to the company because they should. You guys use it. You talk about it a lot. Who else has this machine? 
Do we know anybody yeah. else yeah. that has this machine? So this is this is avocado, right? Oh, now maybe you can get a deal on avocados. You have a friend who grows avocados. What are you going to do with all the avocados before they go bad? Spritz a little lemon juice on it. Look at this freeze. You could make guacamole. Pour it on the trays. And you have guacamole. All you have to do is add a little water, reconstitute it. Look at jalapenos. Look at these beautiful jalapenos. Oh, yeah, that, that I would love. I love fresh jalapenos. I put them in soup. I just love them oh, so much. And they just taste so amazing. So, of course, it's not going to be the same reconstituting it as it was fresh, but it's going to be really close. And yet to make recipes and stuff, it's just a great way. I mean, preserve. this is so great. You guys are basically prepared for the apocalypse. <laughs> You know, do, do we know anybody else in our community at Vegan Raw Vegan? Does anybody else have this machine? Because you're really the only ones I've seen demonstrated or talk about it. I've got a couple comments from some people in my audience saying, oh my gosh, that's so cool. You guys got one. We love ours. So there are other people out there. You know, not everybody creates content and shares what it is that they have. Um, but I do feel that more and more people, especially after the turn of events from a couple of years back, I feel like more and more people are like really wanting to kind of take some of the power back into their own hands and start to, you know, like we've got the microgreen rack here, which I've got the lights off because we've got, you know, one tray uh, we germinated before we left. And I just pulled them out uh, last night when we got home. These are some, this is some chard. Oh, chard. Some, some Swiss chard. So we're growing some, you know, very nutrient dense foods. We are a hundred percent inspired by people like yourself chef aj or john kohler and different people in the space to like nerd out <laughs> on how can we get more nutrients into our diet and live a nice healthy life and try to inspire other people to just you know like it doesn't take much to grow microgreens or sprouts this is definitely next level not everybody can afford a freeze dryer right off the get-go but man what if you're like families came together right and say like you know, three different, like, you know, if you get along with your family, <laughs> um, you know, like everybody pitches in and gets one and then you can run batches or maybe you have a couple of fruit trees that were planted in your backyard and you see that fruit, like we had an apple tree. And instead of picking up buckets full of apples and tossing them because they're not perfect. Yeah. No, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I, I, I think it's an amazing thing and I'm really going to look into it. And there's somebody on, Emily says she loves mine. She loves hers. I'm so glad we bit the bullet and saved up for it. It was worth it a hundred percent. And people are saying, you know, like avocados always go bad. So that, I mean, it's a great thing for food waste. I mean, you don't have to sell me on it. It's just, I got to think about yeah. And I'm not trying to sell you, AJ, because I know you're going to get them. Well, maybe, you know, that's the thing. I am a, you know, oh my God, it's so hard for me to resist kitchen things. My biggest um, objection, you know, obviously isn't price or even size, because I can get somebody to lift it, I'm sure, is how hard was it? I'm not really good at figuring out machines when I get them. So like, for example, with the Ninja Creamy, I just call up Kathy Hester and like, tell me what to do, because I don't don't like reading books. I'm dyslexic. How hard was it on Zoom? And I will run you through the process. It's very simple. You plug it into the wall and you plug a hose into the machine and into the vacuum and you're done. I think maybe I'll just fly you here, both of you. I think that'd be easier for you. We'll make you some food. We'll set it up. We'll get you all down. It's very simple though. Literally, you plug this hose into the vacuum, you plug the machine into the wall. And also make sure that there's no particles in the seat. And then you have your drainage hose, which Wait, I just have. No, no particles. What do you, what do you mean by particles? Okay. So what we do is we take a, 
um, unscented like baby wipe. It works the best. Or, I don't like using the microfiber cloth because it's sticky. Yeah. It doesn't work good, but there's this rubber seal. This is probably the most labor intensive part of the whole process. <laughs> You've got this rubber seal that goes around the chamber ring. This, this makes the seal with that plexiglass door. So you wanna make sure that the ring is nice and clean and there's nothing on the ring itself. Now the, to get it to seal proper, I put this back on. I don't push it on all the way. I make sure I wipe this with a, like a baby wipe, unscented baby wipe. It's just nice and clean. It wipes it nice and clean. I keep the door as pristine as I can with the baby wipe and then a microfiber to buff it out. And then I just make the seal done, put it and it's done. I can see that it's sealed all the way around. That's probably the most labor intensive part aside from the real intense, which is right. <laughs> prepping the trays. Yeah. How long have you guys been freeze drying? Well, we got it. In... We got it in August. Wait, was it? Yeah, yeah, we got it toward okay. well, right. when you were away. So like July, August-ish. But we actually didn't set it up and start using it until like September, October. Yeah. Yeah. It sat in, in our it sat here in the office because I was like, maybe I should do an unboxing video and try to do the video of like putting it all together. There's lots of videos out there, people putting it together. I watched a lot of YouTube videos to figure out what to do myself. Uh, the company will help you as well, but YouTube is amazing. People can learn so much from YouTube, just like your channel here, AJ. I know. I, I, I love it so much. Hey, you know, I'm curious, is there anything that you can't freeze dry? Like, can you freeze dry sprouts, for example? Yes. So actually I did, did I bring, nope, I didn't bring a thing of sprouts, but you can freeze dry sprouts. I can grab a jar. I've got a jar of um, sprouted mung beans, sprouted lentils, um, actual microgreens that we couldn't finish or peas. You could line your tray full of, you're like, oh my gosh, I've got a tray of peas, but I need to take off for whatever reason. You could line your, tr your tray, freeze it, and then just freeze dry those pea microgreens or cilantro or green onions or any kinds of herbs, any kinds of sprouts. It's going to retain the nutrition because it's, of course, under vacuum. There's no air in there and it reconstitutes tasting delicious. It's lightweight. I know it's the same thing over and over, but yes, there's really, I can't picture anything you couldn't freeze dry except for high fat. Um, it doesn't do like, it's not like you can, um, put peanut butter or something right. in there and freeze dry peanut butter cubes. The peanut butter would have to be mixed into a recipe of some sort to where there's, it's not solid peanut butter because it doesn't do like high, high fat stuff like nut butters. Yeah, or like lots of, lots of oils. Oils. Like you could, I know there's some companies that put a little oil in like the, you know, the package stuff, but you really can't do like all oil or mostly oil because it just doesn't, it's about the water, right? Because that's the whole point of the machine is the sublimation process, which takes water out of the strawberry by bypassing the liquid stage of the water. So it goes from ice or solid to vapor, gas, and then it's sucked out of the machine. And that's how it works. Basically, yeah. it's the sublimation process. So then the next biggest thing is here, I've got here the bucket and you can see the water in there. That's all the water from our food. That, 
I drained that out after every batch. That was the batch that we did of the cauliflower. So that's how much water came out of five trays of cauliflower and onions and bell peppers. Mm -hmm. Did you just throw the water away or can you drink it or use it for broth? You wouldn't want to drink it, but you could water your plants with it. Or maybe you have uh, like, you know, animals or something. I'm sure it would be fine for them because there's, I, you know, I want nice, clean, filtered water. I wouldn't necessarily drink it myself, but really all it is is inside this machine, it fills up with ice and you defrost the machine because it's so frozen cold in there. Um, when you defrost it, that's all the, the water that comes out of the machine um, when you drain it. But yeah, if you have house plants or something like that, that's a great thing to, to use for the house plant. <laughs> She's got the so good. Cheesy, oh my God. cheesy broccoli can't help it. With, so with the rice. Mm -hmm. Cheesy broccoli and rice. And you saw like, doesn't weigh anything. You could have, when I went backpacking on the Colorado Trail with my son, I would make some of the uh, dehydrated and freeze-dried meals that we made, and people were freaking out. They're like, you need to start a company. This is the best stuff I've ever tasted. And I'm like, yo, this is way better than Top Ramen, because a lot of the people out there are eating just like Top Ramen and like peanut butter packs. And I'm eating like this delicious. <laughs> it's just funny, man. Yeah, we have one recipe favorite. It's like a tomato curry chili. Oh. So let me ask you, so if I made just one of my cooked vegan recipes, like my cauliflower bisque, I can freeze dry that. How Then when I travel to my destination, like how do you know how much like boiling water or hot water to put in to reconstitute? That's what we're working on this year is to figure out the recipe. Like, okay, if you've got this much freeze dried product, you know, do you need a half a cup of water or is it going to be one cup of water? Because, you know, you wouldn't want to add too much water if you don't want to have a soup. So that's really where... It comes down to like trial and error. For this bowl, I added about a quarter cup of water. And I just want to say this rice. Oh, is, no. It tastes like actual. Like it's raw. Like we bloomed the rice and then. Yeah, that's rice. crazy. Man, you guys, I wish you guys lived near me or had a, you guys are mind blowing. Hey, I'm curious, those jars, are. do you have to get them or could you just put the stuff in Ziploc bags or that's not good enough to keep it fresh? Well, the Mylar bags, um, they're up in the cupboard there up top, other side, yeah. The Mylar bags is what you want to put it in because it's not going to get any light. Now, these are in our pantry. So, and the jars take up a lot of space and they're heavy and they're kind of, you know, a little bit more expensive than a, than a, a regular uh, jar. But you, if you're going to eat it fast, you could put it in a Ziploc or you could put it in a Tupperware if you're going to eat. But it will, if it doesn't have the oxygen absorber, if it has access to the air even it, just a little bit of air in there it does change the texture slightly you can taste like oh this isn't as crispy and crunchy as it was fresh out of the machine got it but but if you're not if you're not doing it to be crispy crunchy does it really matter like if you're you know oh, if it's it matter. so Mar marlary's exactly. saying this is really interesting and she says did you ever use a dehydrator before this machine to preserve foods yes we did that's a great question Okay, we did. The, okay. So we, we do, we still use our dehydrator because there's certain things that like we want to do fruit roll-ups or crackers. There are certain things that the dehydrator works perfect for. Maybe we're doing like kale chips or our raw burgers or taco meat. Um, or we're like warming up a, um, a batch of some spaghetti or something. Our dehydrator is invaluable in a lot of ways as well. Like I, I, I actually have a, um, a course coming out, a kitchen course, showing you everything that I've ever learned within the six years of being a raw foodie. And I suggest, you know, um, a dehydrator. This would be the very last investment, yeah. the freeze dryer, because it is expensive. 
but a dehydrator is great. Now, the weight of these jars are completely different. This, let's see if maybe people can understand which one's freeze-dried and which one's dehydrated. So we've got A and B. Maybe somebody put in the chat who's watching this, which one looks like it's freeze-dried and which one looks like it's dehydrated? A oh, boy. Um, the one that was in your left hand, I think, is, is freeze-dried. The smaller one. I don't know. I'm guessing. Okay, so you're saying this one here looks freeze-dried? I think so. I don't know. I'm terrible at this. That's good. So this one here is freeze-dried. Look at how it looks like whole, raw. Oh, whole. I get and it this now. This one over here is like very small. We did cut them up a little smaller, but these are dehydrated chunks of peppers. These are great. We still do dehydrate um, like uh, celery and peppers. Um, what are the things that we have dehydrated that we've stored? That's in some, some um, lentils or mung beans, but essentially that's it as far as any kind of storm, because we have this machine, this tastes completely different. It melts in your mouth, freeze-dried pepper. This is very hard and chewy because it's, it's just a different texture. So that's what's cool is each machine are amazing. They just give you different textures. And to rehydrate this, unless you're using warm water or you're heated up on the stove, it's gonna take hours and hours for it to rehydrate properly. Like I do cold soaks. When I go backpacking, I just have a little like um, peanut butter, jar, an empty peanut butter jar. It's watertight. I can throw some of my dehydrated meal in there, some water, shake it up, throw it in my backpack, hike for like four or five hours. And when I stop, I pull that out and I can eat it cold, but it has been soaked. So the dehydrated stuff takes longer uh, to rehydrate. This is like within either one, if you're doing it on uh, the stovetop with some warm water, it's just gonna take like a minute, less than a minute and it's gonna be rehydrated. So, but it's just really fun. I mean, we love raw foods. We eat raw foods predominantly for our, our calories. And this is just a fun way to prep stuff for when we go on a trip. Maybe we're going backpacking. We can bring something like this and have like a nice lunch. Um, you know, basically like if, you know, you were to, uh, it'd be a little hard to uh, freeze dry salad. We're, this is actually going to be our very first tray of Brussels sprouts. You guys are witnessing the very first tray of Brussels sprouts. This is going to be cool to see how this reconstitutes maybe with some uh, sauce. I already got the sauce on it. So we're going to be able to eat it just like chips. Yeah. Um, all of this stuff, I know it's just, it's just another level of, of of playfulness. I feel like with our food and in the kitchen and preparing. And we're um, we're nerds. We <laughs> yeah. We like to play around. This is the like some people will invest in whatever for their hobby. Like you know, if you snowboard or if you if you're cycling, cycling or whatever your hobby is, right? You invest in what you enjoy doing the most. And this is like, for us, this is like a hobby. Like we really, really love it. We get a lot of fulfillment from it. Well, so we, want to, we want to create recipes to be able to help others out there. Like I've got friends who do backpacking um, as well as bike packing. Like they, I have friends who have cycled from San Francisco to New York on their bicycle. And they're like, Nate, dude, help me out. Like what, what kind of meals could I could be eating? Cause I'm like, look, you're doing this amazing um, event for your health but you're eating crap. You're eating ramen and you're eating, you know, peanut butter packets. Like this is, or you're, some of my friends even just take shots of oil because yeah. it's like super high in calories. 
And so part of me is like, man, if we could help inspire, you know, I mean, who knows, maybe, you know, maybe it would come down to where we could make meals and, you know, have a packaging facility and a facility making meals. Mm -hmm. That's like super, you know, I mean, if we were super rich, you know, I would definitely invest in a company to set that up because we would have a lot of fun making some. Delicious- Wait, aren't, aren't leaf side meals freeze dried or are they dehydrated? And they use so much, they use so much things that I, I, I talked to them. I said, why can't you make things that are a little bit lower in fat without the flour? And I think they do a salt free one, but they, they always have what a fat in their stuff. What? What company? Uh, it's called Leafside. I think they have food. I've uh, never tasted them. I think they're sold either freeze dried or dehydrated. It's just that they're way too high in fat for me. I see. Yeah, very possibly so. I know that the, at REI, um, they have the whole food aisle and they have one company. I don't know the name, um, but it's all in recycled Mylar bags where you could just pour your hot water in, zip it closed, let it sit for 10 minutes. Then you've got your meal and all of them are plant-based which is super cool. I don't know the necessarily the fat content. I should go in there and snap some pictures to see what the ingredients are. But some of the ingredients, I'm like, hmm, that's really good. Like, I would eat that. You know, it's plant-based. There's no dairy or animal products in it. So I know that the, the, the things are limitless. And of course, you know, there are people, like I said, who I, you know, I, I really hope that people could get off animal products you know, that's, that's something that really, you know, we don't need. Yeah. You know, oh, Leafside is freeze dried. So I just looked them up. That's really interesting. Yeah. And a lot of things too, with companies that are selling the pre-made meals and stuff, they want to make it taste good like anything else. So they're going to add salt. They're going to add sugar. They're going to add oil. Like the, all of it, they're adding to it to make people want, like be okay with eating the plant-based stuff or whatever. But with ours, because we create our own recipes here that are oil-free and refined sugar-free, that kind of thing. Like we just use dates, maybe whole food miso is our whole food form of sodium. We'll add a little bit of that into it sometimes. Or fermented koji. Like we have the the shio koji that we add as well for the little bit of umami salt. Get the salt. Because it is important for us to have a little salt in our diet. Especially if you're backpacking. Yeah. Or doing long trails and stuff like eat a little bit of that to yeah. Yeah. So and of course, you know, a little oil, you know, like when you are doing long distance kind of stuff like that adds the calories. But yeah, exactly. Like Liz was saying, I don't want to do that in. Like we don't need it. We understand that this is a water-based machine that our soul gets to drive. The body's water-based and oil and water don't mix. We don't need oil in this machine. It kind of gunks stuff up. That's the goggles that we look through in life, just like you, Chef AJ, we're SOS free as much as we can, as much as we can be. Yeah. So that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I want to know what's in my food. That's why, you know, we're taking, we can't grow all of our own food. Yeah. We have to rely on, thank God for the farmers out there and the different people transporting the food. I mean, bless their hearts, but we can take a little power into our hands. We're growing vitamins and minerals right here. This is superfoods right behind us here with the microgreens, Sprouting. Honestly, I think if Lissa and you had a, a line of these, it'd be so much more delicious than anything that already exists. And people, I know it's, it's on our radar. And, you know, of course, you know, we're thinking, okay, we're going to live like, you know, Lissa and I both are in our, our mid forties. We're like, all right, we've got at least another 40 or 50 years left. Like what could we accomplish in that time? 
So if we can take like, you know, the, uh, the saying that Rich Roll says, like, think in decades, and I'm sure some other people have said that too, but he has said it that, you know, that really stood out to me. I'm like, wow, think in a decade. Don't think like, oh my gosh, what can I do in two years? So in 10 years time, where will we be? And I would love to have a line. There's no reason why we shouldn't have a line out for people. Cause like, like I said, I mean, being on the trail and I wish Lisa would have been able to be with me to watch people's eyes open. And I'm like, yo, there's 20 different vegetables in that. And there's sprouted lentils, sprouted mung beans and, uh, you know, bloomed rice. And of course the beans, I had actually some beans in there. The beans weren't um, raw, but that was the only cooked thing in the, you know, the particular cold soak. And they were freaking out. Like so many people were like, where can we buy this? And I'm like, no, this is homemade. And of course, as we know, homemade stuff is the best. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of homemade stuff, next month, you are coming on before both Easter and Passover. Any raw ways to make matzo ball soup or gefilte fish, or I don't know what people eat for Easter, but. We should probably do an Easter show. Yeah. So cool. That would be so cool. We got to figure out something. We're going to have to get the. The gears turning. Yeah, maybe we'll have a very special Chef AJ feeling great with Lisa and Nate, a recipe that we share just here with all of you guys. I'm really That'll excited for your guys' show coming up soon, though. That's going to be really fun. Yeah, it's a class. So, guys, check out the link because Lisa and I together, I want to say again, well, really together the first time. If you miss this class, you're going to be sad because you're not getting recipes anywhere else and they're new and they're amazing and you get to cook with us. And I can't That's wait. The best thing. I feel like as someone, as a viewer, I learn best when I watch someone do it. And then of course, I you know because it's it's computing within my mind, but if then I can do it right alongside or have someone coach me, how can you fail? You're going to make the meal so delicious when you have someone like right there with you every step of yeah, the way. Because we're gonna watch them make it. Well, guys, thank you so much. This was so much fun. And I, you know, I you just see you get got me thinking, do I want one? Do I want one? Do I need one? I'll think about it, but I'm, I'll watch a few of the company's videos and then I'll make a decision because I don't travel that much, but I think it's a fabulous machine, really. Well, I mean, hey, I'm just like mixing, like what I ate it all. I'm like, let's just eat this for lunch. And <laughs> we've done that before. We just take yeah. the jar and add some water and we've got yeah. lunch. It's, it's all about, it's all about food preservation. Yeah, look at this. This is a uh, freeze dried with rice, cauliflower, onions, and bell peppers with, with a cheese sauce. Cheese sauce like oh. I just made lunch right here. I mean, we'll yeah. probably make more than that because we need more uh, than John that. John Fuller but. is a lucky man to live near you. <laughs> all well, right. Well, Visit you, Chef AJ. We'll Thanks so, all the goodies. Thanks so Thank much, Chef AJ. Thank you so much. And, and I'll see you on Saturday. And hopefully I'll see some of you on Saturday in the class. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow for Dr. Stefan Esser. He's going to be talking about orthopedics and nutrition. Take care, everyone.